He's presented by Brennan Smoke Shop. He is Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins. He joins us on the AT&T Hotline. Get it faster with 4G, AT&T. Rethink possible. All right, Brad. So, first of all, it's a great thing for you and your teammates to go over to Children's Hospital yesterday. The pictures are everywhere. Who picked out your little Prince Charming outfit? Was that your call or some PR flackies call? Hey, Tongo, that's a daily outfit for me. <laughs> I wear that all the time. So, so I was, uh, we got there and, and there was a few, few costumes, but uh, I was told I had to wear that one. Now, what was the deal with Char? Now, I understood he might have scared some people over there. He's a big boy. Yeah, he, uh, you know, it's funny, the reaction from all the when we walked in was uh, either, how are you so tall or uh, you're an alien. <laughs> It was pretty funny. Uh, two questions he gets uh, all the time. Uh, you get, you're getting these questions all the time now because your team's kind of fallen into a pattern here, Brad. Uh, and it's been you know falling behind early and kind of making some weird mistakes. The game Saturday, a couple of turnovers lead to two goals. The, the go-ahead goal and a rebound, uh, a guy not boxed out. Is this all part of what your, the coaching staff kind of warned your team about, that sort of hangover effect and the little plays that you got to make here early in the year? Well, it's just, I don't think it has anything to do with the angle. It's just, it's early on in the year and you're, you're trying to get back into, back into game mode. It's, it's, it's happening with every team. And, you know, every, every goal isn't just one mistake. It's a, it's a team breakdown and, and, you know, that happens. That's, that's going to happen in the game of hockey. It's a game of mistakes. And, and, uh, you know, the goal is to capitalize on the ones that they, um, they have and, and, uh, try and keep the ones out of that that we make. So. It's how it goes sometimes that uh, we don't finish, and they do. You guys had a big offensive game against Toronto. Some of those new lines, it seemed like it just clicked. We talked about that loss to Carolina, but yet the, the fight was there in that Carolina game, obviously. You guys rebounded nicely against that Toronto team. So it looked like you guys were clicking a little bit. Yeah, we played a great game against Toronto, and I thought we even had a really good game against San Jose. We, uh, we easily could have won that game. Their goalie made a lot of big saves, and um, you know it, it easily could have gone the other way, so... Uh, I think we're playing good hockey. We just have to bear down a little more when we're on the net. Yeah, we talked to you about those line changes prior to that game where you guys lit up Toronto on that Thursday night. You, know, you and Bergeron and you got Nathan Horton with you guys. How have you liked that line? Certainly from a points perspective, boy, you guys have been a productive group for the Bruins. Yeah, no, uh, I thought we had a, we had some good games. Um, we didn't play together a ton because of uh, power play and penalty killing and uh, stuff like that, but um, you know, already he's a great player, and, and uh, you know he has twenty plus goals every year, and so he's a lot of fun to play with. But uh, um, you know, again, it's switched up, and we're back with Everly, so we'll see how that goes. Now you guys had a little break here. You got four days off. Called Julian talking about a practice. You know, focusing on scoring. You guys did a lot more shooting. Is that a common thing, or was that just you get in these ruts sometimes and focus on certain things at practice? Yeah, no, we did it a few times last year, and, and uh, it's always good to, to have those practices. It's just Make sure you bear it down a little more, get your confidence up, and, and maybe that's just what, what uh, we need a little bit. When you focus on the shooting, and the, and the little things, I, I just wonder because some of the, 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 the mistakes that you talked about, team mistakes leading to uh, some goals here early in your season, Brad, is it something that the coach is focused on, trying to you know work on those team mistakes and avoiding those turnovers in your own end? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, something you consistently work on uh, throughout the year, and you know, the goal is to get better every day. And, um, you know, it seems every day we uh, pick a few things that we didn't do the best during that game. And, um, you know, we work on those in practice. So 
we do that every day. And again, scoring is, is a big thing right now that we have to work on. So we've been working on that a little bit more. All right, four days off. You got the Canadians a little home and away with the boys. I'd imagine emotions run high. You don't need much to get up for these games. No, these uh, these are a lot of fun, and, and uh, the crowd loves them. So they're uh, they're fun games to be in, and we're excited for them. Dude, forget the crowd loves them. This is one of those games you you told us to circle the Vancouver game, and you told us to circle this game Thursday night last year. Talking to you during the playoffs, is there still that that bad blood? God, we know this is the one of the biggest rivalries in sports, Montreal Boston. But the way that playoff series went last year, the way the during the reg, that investigation crap with Char and Montreal, that's still something. You guys talk about Brad. Is that hanging over from from last year? No, we haven't. Uh, we haven't talked about Montreal at all. Um, we haven't really talked about any teams. We're more concerned about the upcoming games and, and trying to take it one game at a time right now. But um, anytime we play Montreal, it's always a battle, and, and they they come up very hard. They seem to play very well against us, and um, you know we struggled against them last year a bit. So we do have to be um, better against them this year, and, and you know we're looking forward to the game tomorrow. You know, after that seven-game series, a lot of people, you look at that series and say, well, this Canadians team's a talented team. It's a young team. It's going to be here for a while. This rivalry's going to continue for a long, long time. But they're off to a horrible start right now, 1-5-2. and two. Uh, I guess you don't even look into that, right, because you know the talent is there, and and they're probably not playing. They're underperforming themselves. Yeah, no, we're, uh, it doesn't really matter the uh, the record right now. Any, any given night, anyone can beat anybody. Um, so... You know, you have to be prepared for every night, and, and we can't look their their uh, um, stats and say, you know, we're better than them because we don't have great stats either. So uh, we have to we have to make sure that we come prepared or uh, they could walk over us tomorrow. They get a lot of skill on the team. I mean, at what point do you guys start looking at that record and saying where we are right now? Because, you know, in hockey, you know, it was the end of November, early December, the standings, they are what they are, and there's usually not all too much movement there. But do you ever look at at one point in the season and say, okay, Look at our record. We don't want to be here at this point. Yeah, I think uh, when we talked about it last year, usually by Thanksgiving, um, the teams that are in playoff positions usually make playoffs. So when it comes to that point, we want to make sure we're in a playoff position. And, and uh, you know, we got to get on a roll if we're going to do that. So, you know, tomorrow night's a great way to start that. We're talking to Bruins forward Brad Marchand. Now, you're going to play this team twice now in, in the course of a couple of days. They're a main rival. Uh, they are also known to uh, <coughs> dive around the ice a little bit, Brad. They're known to uh, maybe act a little bit out there, trying to create penalties, trying to put the opposition uh, on the power play, trying to create them for themselves some special teams chances. Uh, does a team, does your team go into this game knowing that you got to be maybe a little bit more careful against a group that uh, likes to dive around the ice a little bit, trying to get the the, we- the ref to blow his whistle? All right. Not really, you know, you just kind of have to watch your sticks and, and uh, try to be careful with them. But, um, you know, they just have such a, a dangerous power play that uh, they they like to play on it. And, um, you know, they, they did a lot of damage to us in playoffs last year with the power play. So you do have to kind of watch your sticks and stuff. But uh, the main thing is just play your game and, and not really worry about it. Watch your stick. I mean, sometimes <laughs> you barely raise your stick and some guy's diving on the ice like you smacked them across the face. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, well, that's uh, that happens sometimes. So, um, not much you can really do, but uh, I guess worry about it after the fact. I know four days off. You guys practicing the whole time, and thank God because the Patriots get a bye week, and you got one of their players, Rob Gronkowski, going home out in Arizona. He's got pictures of him and porn stars on the on the internet and everything else. Kind of worry about sometimes. I worry about you a little bit, Brad. Sometimes four days <laughs> off. I want to kind of make sure you you know you're not in the newspapers. The Children's Hospital is a nice touch, though. I must give you credit. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, 
that's always a good thing uh, to get out and do it. And it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, when you're able to make uh, kids smile like that, it's, uh, it's a great feeling. So we're all happy that we're able to do that. Uh, not the only place that you were spotted this week, because I read the Boston Herald, Brad. I read the inside track. And uh, apparently over the weekend, uh, I'll quote them here, you and a lovely lady at a little place called Stephanie's. How, how was lunch over the weekend, Brad? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was really good. Great spot over there. And, and uh, had a hot day, so it was good. <laughs> it's always good to take a hot date out of the town. But does it does it get weird? Does it you're reading your name in the newspaper? People are following you around. Restaurants are calling saying, "Hey, Brad Marshawn's over here with a hot date. Get over and put this in the inside track tomorrow." <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's uh, you know, it's funny to read that and and uh, you know, know that people are are kind of talking about his head or whatever. So it's, uh, it's interesting, but, uh, you know, it's all good fun. That's what happens when you win a Stanley Cup and you got bling on one hand and bling on the other, by the way. <laughs> That's going to happen to you. Yeah, I'll take it either way. You know, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So uh, I'll take it any day if that's what comes with winning the Cup. Uh, you were named one of the most stylish men in Boston. We joked about that last week. Have you pulled Chris Kelly aside, giving him some tips on how he can uh, be more stylish off the ice? I tell Kelly just to stay out of public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you get tips can. from everybody. Uh, you got Montreal in the house tomorrow. It's going to be a must-watch over there at the Garden. You got Montreal over the weekend, Brad. Enjoy your top rival. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care.